Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. It is indeed Bloomberg Markets. Corey Johnson here in our AM 960 studios out over the San Francisco Bay. Carol Masser back in our world headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. Not over the San Francisco Bay. No. no. Quite, quite a ways from the but San Francisco Bay or any some, bay. Over some pricey real estate here on the east side. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, some of the run-ups that we've seen in the tech names and what's going on between small caps and big caps. And while that might be about to change, so we'll talk markets for you in just a moment. Let's get back, though, to your top visitors. Let's see what's going on, too, in the trading session. Here is Charlie Bellet. All right. I Thank you very much, Carol Massa. Thank you, Corey Johnson. U.S. equities are mixed right now. The Dow and S&P lower. NASDAQ higher by two points. Little change there, up by less than one-tenth of one percent. NYMEX July WTI crude futures settling at 48.19 a barrel. And we are brought to you by USCF. The numbers of the close of floor trading on the NYMEX, sponsored by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit uscfinvestments.com. That's USCFinvestments.com. S&P 500 index is declining two points, little change to 2434, a drop there of one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ, as we mentioned, higher by two points. Dow Industrials down 20, a drop of one-tenth of one percent. So we've got caution raining in a week that is loaded with events that could change the tone on financial markets, everything from the ECB's policy decision to Britain's increasingly uncertain election. Day two of the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference in San Jose. Yesterday, Apple unveiled its HomePod voice controller, a smart speaker that understands music-related requests, a topic we were just discussing right here on Bloomberg Markets. Apple shares up eight-tenths of one percent. Apple CEO Tim Cook spoke exclusively with Bloomberg Television, and he was asked, how long has the HomePod been in development? Multiple years, multiple years. And so if you, the underlying technology in here is, uh, uh, something to behold and, uh, to get the experience that we wanted at the quality we wanted, you know, like, like Apple products in, in general take multiple years to do, starting from the core technology and then building up to the product. And again, recapping equities mixed. S&P lower now by two points at 2434, down one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Much appreciated. Charlie Pellet with a Bloomberg Business News Flash. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Master, Corey Johnson, and this is Bloomberg. It's all Value in the markets, of course, that's what the name of the game is all about. But uh, value is in the eye of the beholder, certainly. Steve Soto joins us right now from Wedbush. Uh, with a look at, uh, you know, kind of what you see in the market, Steve. Glad he's here in our AM 960 studios. Glad to see you. Good to be here. Uh, you know, last week I ran a bunch of EQS screens uh, on my Bloomberg. And, um, and you start looking at comparing what's been going on here. And you've got growth, uh, just your general growth ETFs up 14% year to date. Your value ETFs anywhere from up one to down three, dividend funds down four percent, Netflix, Facebook, Tesla, Priceline, all up thirty plus percent. So I'm I'm kind of looking for the Amish trade here. I'm calling it the Amish <laughs> trade. The Amish trade. I'm looking so for. I'm looking. I don't think technology is going to completely bankrupt every existing business in the United States. And so 
I mean, I'm seeing mall REITs trading at three times cash flow, yielding 14% with a yeah. 45% payout ratio. It's pretty nice. It's kind of compelling. Um, but, the, you know, the, the theme here is so what's that the payout ratio? 45% of, no, of funds available for distribution, which is kind of what you, oh, base, got it, got it. So what you base REITs on, FFO, AFFO. And so, and so they should be actually distributing a lot more of that with the notion that the dividend could go up. The dividend could go up, and also if they take a, hic- a, a hickey, uh, uh, tenant goes bankrupt, there's room to keep that dividend in place even though you're losing cash flow. Right. That's the idea. Um, and heavy insider buying on a lot of these names. Um, so – Small caps underperformed. Value has dramatically underperformed over the last five months. I'm looking, you know, I'm starting to put money to work in those names. So you, when I, you I call it the you, Amish trade because it's like not really it. a tech trade, you know. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's kind of non-high tech, correct? Right. Very much so. It's, it's the guys that tech are putting out of business. The, the, the theory is these guys will all be bankrupt in three years because everyone's going to shop at Amazon. And you nobody's buy, you ever going to go into a store ever again. Well, how do you think this movie ends? Or does it end? Like, well, in, in terms of what uh, Amazon has disrupted in terms yeah. of retail and so on. I, I think there's more growth in Amazon. I just don't think that the rate of growth is going to remain unchanged. I mean, on Wall Street, so often the chart is just going to maintain that same angle up. It just never happens. You know, it levels off at some point. It actually backtracks at some point. You know, at some point, Amazon might have a bad quarter. It's, it's entirely possible <laughs> at some point in our life. Well, don't um, ask Corey. Corey may have thought that they've already had some bad quarters. Well, I mean, you know, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely impressed with Amazon in every way. But I agree with you. It doesn't mean people are going to stop going to stores. There will always be some survivors. Some that are going to do well, you know. There are companies out there today that are reporting really strong retail sales or retail sales of clothing and malls. There was a strong report today from G3. So right. we see that happening. Yeah. When we, and Macy's got destroyed today down seven or eight percent because gross margins are going to come in 0.8 percent. Yeah. Um, and in fact, the company said, and we're going to be able to make up for that with expense reductions. So we're keeping our earnings estimates. Our earnings guidance is going to remain unchanged. Uh, hair on fire selling down eight percent. So I think it's kind of getting into a crescendo here, and I think it's creating a lot of value in these names. Uh, you know, as, as typical for me, I'm looking for stuff like Macy's that pays a significant dividend. It yields almost seven percent here today. Uh, I think you know you get paid to wait if you're a value investor, so there's a little wind at your back. Um, but I just think that you know something's going to change here. Netflix will not be up another thirty percent. Well, maybe, but I don't think it's going to be up another thirty percent between now and December. And I think a lot of – you look in this wasteland of REITs and mall REITs and retailers. I mean it's hard to go, go against those momentum names. I mean you know, you look at a, a fill-in-your-blank company. But if it wasn't worth 80, it's also not worth 100 and it could be not worth 120. You know? uh, entirely. And I don't, I don't know how you value these things that are trading at 35, 40 times you know, uh, next year's earnings, not, right. even, not even trailing. Well, can I ask you, Steve, do you stay away then from all things tech? Uh, I don't see a lot of value in tech. Um, last time I was on, we talked about Seagate, and yeah. that's that continues to be somewhat of an inexpensive stock, you could argue. Uh, I don't own it anymore. I, I, I'm cleverly out five points lower. Uh, but, you know, I think it, there's, there's this thesis on Wall Street right now that all of these new tech companies are putting everyone else out of business, and I just don't think that's going to happen. And just really quickly, it sounds like what you're doing is you're using the ETFs as a screen, and then you're going within those to find values to pick individual stocks. Correct. And you can create, you know, once again, with the EQS function, you can create all kinds of customizable screens to find what you're looking for. 
uh, you know, put in payout ratio, put in, you know, multiples of cash flow. You, know, you create kind of a little mini model and it'll spit out 50 names and then you, you can go through those and do some fundamental research. Yeah. He's, hey. he's slapping the table with, with research reports and 10 K's I've got on my desk here. Steve, 10 seconds. Is there a recent stock you bought? Uh, CBL as a REIT, um, heavy exposure to JCPenney and Macy's and Sears, wow. uh, trading at three times cash flow, yielding 14% with a 49% payout ratio. Pretty cheap. Interesting stuff. See, Steve Misalka, always good to see you. Good to uh, see you, Gordon Bush. All right. Uh, with an interesting look at, uh, what's going on in the market. There may be some opportunity. Let's get to Nancy Lands right now. A look at, uh, what's happening in the world. The national news headline. She's in our 991 studios in our nation's capital. Thanks, Corey. Paris prosecutors say they have opened a counterterrorism investigation after an unidentified assailant today attacked police with a hammer outside Notre Dame Cathedral. The French interior minister says the attacker cried, it's for Syria, as he went after officers patrolling a walkway in front of the famous landmark. The U.S. Air Force's top general says he's determined to avoid excessive secrecy during development of the service's new B-21 bomber, citing its predecessor as a cautionary tale. We learn more on that from Bloomberg's Greg Jarrett. Nancy, the Air Force has kept secret key details about the new bomber, even after awarding Northrop Grumman the development contract for what's projected to be an $80 billion project. It has disclosed some details, such as a list of subcontractors and projected development costs. At the request of lawmakers, the Pentagon's inspector general has opened a review into whether the Air Force has imposed excessive secrecy. Nancy? Again, Bloomberg's Greg Jarrett. California Governor Jerry Brown is in China working on developing individual deals with the country in light of President Trump's withdrawal from the Paris Climate Accord. Brown spoke with Bloomberg Television earlier today. The Trump withdrawal from Paris will reverberate in ways we can't even tell right now. I would say, paradoxically, it's galvanizing the um, climate movement, the, the, the opposite. Uh, it's kind of an action-reaction. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nancy Lyons.